hello guys it's um I've actually forgotten how I used to introduce the episodes I think I had like a little thing that I used to do but it feels like 7,000 years since I did an episode um so I'll just start by saying that was a Bogues triple X ale I just cracked open and you are listening to um my podcast for Roger, episode six. He found out I cheated on him and I wanted to kill myself. I've made this oh, part one. I've made this part one because as I've been thinking about uh, this episode for a while now, it's actually going to touch on um, other a lot of other things, um, not just the fact that I cheated on my ex. And I wanted to kill myself. It, it's going to touch on gonna. It's going to touch on, uh, you, you know, trust not just um, with a, a partner, but with a, with friends, and touch on bullying or like slash people being uninformed cunts, basically, um, and you know, betrayal not just from my the fact that I betrayed my the trust in my ex but also my my the betrayal that I felt from a friend as well and also obviously um look I'll I'll just get into it um so I was there's mutual mates like my ex and I know a lot of the same people this broad huge group of people and they're all great and um but we have our um own separate friends as well obviously so um when we were living back in Launceston um oh I just got to say as well that I haven't listened to the last two episodes I that I did about the um just the last two episodes I'm um don't want to listen to them I don't know I've got a fair idea obviously of how they ended but I don't really want to listen to them I feel like that um I I just don't want to go back there to those thoughts and what I it got a bit hectic and it wasn't what I was wanting this to be about for me <clears throat> the couple of things that I spoke about in the last episode, my friend, uh, well, both my friends, um, and what happened to them, I've got to, you know, I sort of lost it a bit, I think, and um, I obviously got really upset and angry and I don't like feeling angry and I just needed to move away from that emotion and get back to what this is all about, which is my own healing. And um, so, yeah, I'm just going to start. So, my speaking about my ex and I having our own separate group of friends I met his uh friends like I did an engagement party a random engagement party but um obviously I met them when I moved back to Launceston with him and one of his uh was actually his best mate um who we spent a lot of time with he at the time he well I think he still does I don't know he works for himself and so when um, we would have, um, um, oh, me and my arms, 
drinks or whatever, he could just come and join and I got to know him and he was just gorgeous. I loved him. He, as a friend, like he was just a great guy and we had a connection and um, the three of us would hang out. We'd hang out at the pub. We'd hang out at our house and um, we got to the point where when my ex was away back at work, him and I, his best mate and I would just hang out, the two of us. And it was a great thing. Like, why not? Like, you know, how nice is that that for my ex that his missus and his best mate can hang out and, like, you know, that's really great. And and what, long story short, at this point, um, his best mate was going through a heap of things. So he was going through depression basically and he wasn't a happy guy. He was in a relationship he'd been in for a very long time. I don't know, I think it was something like seven years or something like that. And he just himself, he wasn't happy. And his girlfriend at the time uh, didn't understand, I hate calling it, but it is what it is, mental health. She didn't understand depression, anxiety and things like that, and, obviously, and, and I do. And so he would come to uh, out my house and um, it, so they'd have like group hangs happening, but he would choose to come and hang out with me uh, instead of going to those group hangs because he didn't want to just have a good time. He wanted to talk about what he was going through and I was that I was his person for that. And at, at one point during this, she, his girlfriend actually said to me, thank you so much for, um, you know, he always, I can't say names obviously, so uh, he always comes home and he's in a better headspace and he's happier. Georgia, I thank you for that because I don't understand depression, anxiety or anything like that. So she was very thankful for what I was doing for him. So anyway, he would come around. And I said to him, okay, let's start from the start. Let's start from your life, from the, like the first memory you have ever. And we worked our way through his fucking entire life of things that would happen in things that happened in his life that then affected him in certain ways to then influence the way he is now as a person. And, um, like, we literally never spoke about me. We, we would spend hours and hours to have music on. We'd be drinking beers and smoking ciggies and everything. And we, not everything, literally just beers and ciggies. And um, we would talk about him the whole time. And I enjoyed that because I know I've been a lot of, and I still am a lot of people's per- person. Like, um, people tend to open up to me. And it's a wonderful, I love that about me. Um, and... So we would talk about his um, growing up, his childhood, his the fact that his parents were incredibly religious and um, then, you know, the effects that it uh, socially from going from like basically not, not living in a commune or something, but like he went from a, a, a Christian school, I, I think, kind of thing, Oh, fuck, it sounded like a commune though, um, to a public school and then that transition. And anyway, rah, 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 rah. And basically we formed a very um, uh, emotional connection and um, he was very, he is very good looking, but I didn't have those, that attraction to him. It was just, this guy's great. We lo- like being able to sit down with someone and, and listen to them open up about, especially a male, 
uh, open up about their feelings, thoughts, emotions, and everything is so like unbelievable for me. Um, and I imagine a lot of people, um, and, um, it just things like, you know, ab- apart from the fact that, um, he would talk about his growing up and everything like that, we would speak about, you know, cause he had, uh, psoriasis and he had, um, and I, and I've got my eczema and I was going to UV treatment and I told him, you know, get a referral to this, G- to this dermatologist, get UV treatment. Maybe, you know, I'm not a, a uh, pill pusher, like, uh, you know, doctors can be in the health industry, obviously, but because, um, you know, I'm a nurse, but like, you know, I suggested, you know, to get on an antidepressant and then like he went forward with doing these things. And so I made quite an amazing impact on this human's life. And I will fucking 100% say that. Like, I know I did. Anyway, we eventually, I can't remember how it would, like, how it would have come up, but we, then ended up speaking about the fact that we were physically attracted to each other. We weren't just, didn't just enjoy each other's time emotionally. We um, were physically attracted to each other. And um, it seems like such a blur, hey, but um, I'm going to need a sip. Got to the point where we would like open because I'm a very open person. Here I am doing a freaking podcast. Like I'm a very open person, a very real person. So like I have no, I had no qualms in um in saying how I felt. And at this stage for me personally, my relationship with my ex, fuck, it was just fucking nothing. Like it, he would go away to work. We'd hardly fucking talk. We'd fight because he still couldn't, you know, set his alarm five minutes early to give me a call. Um. He'd come home from work and it ruined my space, my time. I was like, oh, dad's home. And even my dad's not strict. My dad's not, you know, my dad's one of my best mates. And, and, but using it as a, as a saying kind of thing, I, I um, would say, oh, dad's home. And I would say it to him, uh, you know, like, anyway, so he was ruining my, my own time and you know I was trying to work on me I had power of the mind written on our wall at home in a house that we had and I was just trying I was just doing all this work on myself and um so yeah basically my relationships in a in a is not as like is nothing but like it's just shit and I had brought up with my ex numerous times how about we just like we'd be having a beer and because everything rolls around beers, obviously, beer is life. Um, and we'd be sitting at home. I remember this one particular time we were sitting at home, we had music on, we were having a lovely time. And I said to him, look, hey, let's just call it now. Let's call it now. We'll break up and we'll organise selling the house. We'll do it in our own time. We won't, you know, let's not make this nasty. I don't want it to be awful. I just think that, um, you know, like I, I said to him, like I've even, like what the fuck, Georgia, but I'd said to him, I even know what I'm going to do with my engagement ring when we break up, like, oh, my God. And I was pushing, like like pushing, not pushing, but making it very obvious that I knew that it was the right thing that we weren't together. But, you know, we'd sit there and we'd speak about it all and he'd be like, yeah, but, no, like I, I want to make this work. I'm like, but you're not, you know, actions speak louder than words. You're not doing anything to try and make this work. You know, you can say, oh, I, I, I want to spend the rest of my life with you, which he did, you know, and uh, you're 
the best and I never want to be without you and you say these things but there was no actions put in place or there was no there was no proving to me that that's what he wanted because nothing would change so I don't know thinking about whatever I've talked about already in my podcast episodes and then just um updating on on what my headspace was in at that time I was so so disconnected from him I was disconnected from him not just physically which we all know I had been for years but emotionally as well like the emotional side of things I was like hanging on to or whatever I was hanging on to his words his promises but and I just got to the stage where um I was just so fucking disconnected I just uh, yeah and anyway um at the time his best mate so I said that how he had a girlfriend, but they had separated and she was living with one of her mates and he was living at him and his girlfriend's house they'd bought together. So they were having time out, they were having space. And so I'm in this spot in my relationship, he's in this spot in his relationship. And um, what ended up happening was, We'd had this, we had so much fun together. Me and this mate, uh, you know, my ex's best mate, we had so much fun together. We not only did we like connect in such an emotional level and then then a physical level, but we liked the same things. We laughed at the same things. We had such a good time. We were at his house one afternoon and we were, um, we, I'd bought us, um, you know, we'd bought beers and I'd bought us um, sparkling wine and it was summer and we were sitting up. We actually were at his house sitting up on the shed roof and watching the sunset. It was fucking unreal. It was so nice. And we get like a, he's got like a, this sounds hectic, but like a gun that he'd um, gotten through. Oh, I'm not. But anyway, like he's got this, like a an old, 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 like, you know, like really vintage, this rifle thing that he had these pellets. And we were like shooting targets and in his backyard and like I don't know, just having so much fun as we do. And like we got into this sort of like stage in our friendship where we just adored the shit out of each other. We were everything that we uh, it, was, it was as though everything that we needed we gave each other. And except I, you know, I told myself like this isn't like we're not you can't sleep with him Georgia and you can't do that to your partner you can't do that to his partner and you can't do that to each other like it just can't happen and I convinced myself we'd spoken about it we had spoken about actually you know hooking up and just the fact that it would just be such a shit show we can't do it rah rah and um and then um one afternoon I think it was like towards the weekend like a Friday yeah because he went Monday to Friday we went to his house yep so did all that and then they've got a spare room and I went into bed to the spare room and he went into his room and there was this tv series that he used to watch we talk about I'd never heard of it it was like this cartoon series this like kind of like family guy but it had like a it was a horse his main actor or whatever main character anyway so I jump into the spare bed room bed and he's gone in his room and then he comes into my room of the spare room and says oh aren't you going to come and watch whatever the show was and I was like yeah I will but I ain't putting on clothes like you know I've got my undies and bra, undies and bra on like you know I mean it was summer we'd been around each other I was being my bikinis anytime anyway like I was very much like not afraid to be 
in my brown undies, but I remember myself actually saying that. Uh, yeah, but I'm not putting clothes on. I'll come in, sure. So I've gone into his room, which is his and his girlfriend, who's he's separated from at this stage's room, and um, the um, laptop was on the left-hand side of the bed, which was her side, I think. Um, anyway, he was on his side. I jumped in the left-hand side, and it was on the side of the bed. So we were on our side to watch the show, and I was like, wow, this is like, you know, like the show was hilarious, whatever it was. Um, but anyway, and we're just sort of lying there. We're quite close to each other. And then he just, he put his hand on my back and I was like, oh, fuck. Like I've wanted this for so long and I convinced myself that it wasn't going to happen because it couldn't happen. And then it was happening and I just remember just being like, oh, fuck, this is it. Here we go. This is going to happen. And it did. We were both, we'd had like shared um, the bottle of wine, one bottle of wine and had a couple of beers and that was it. Like I was, I felt, you know, like I wasn't wasted or anything. And and then, yeah, and then we just, um, it was on. And we made out had sex, did it all. It was amazing. Like, I'm not going to lie. It was the thrill, like the, was it the thrill of it? The, the wanting that for, for however long and then telling yourself and convincing yourself that it wasn't going to happen because I can't. And then it was happening. It was just like one of the biggest natural highs I've ever had. It was unbelievable. And uh, he was so incredibly into me and it was it was unreal. Like I'm not gonna lie, it was amazing. And um and then like I remember so like he touched me to start with and that's when I went, Oh god, this is gonna happen and then I rolled over and I've looked at him and he's gone, What did he say? He said, um just once kind of thing like or we won't tell anyone or something like that you know like and I'm just like yeah fuck it like that was how I felt and the entire time it was just him and I in that moment and I never once thought of my ex during that time it, it was just me and this man um in the moment and the next day um I can't even really remember the next day. Like just playing it really cool and just like, you know, this is not going to happen. We're not going to tell anyone. Don't ever fucking tell anyone. This never happened. And then we just straight away, I've got very, I've got this skill of turning emotions on and off and it was all when bad things happen. I spoke about this in my last um, podcast, I think. Um, when bad things happen, I just put them to the back of my mind and, they, and it never happened. I can absolutely just, it never happened. And uh, I don't know. You could say it's a skill I have, but it's not a skill because obviously if something bad happens, you need to talk about it, which is why this whole thing, I'm doing this podcast. But um, so I remember him dropping me off and I remember the neighbour across the road um, who's gorgeous. I remember her seeing it, like me, him drop me home that next morning 
And I was like, oh, I wonder if they, like, have any suspicions because his car would be at our house quite often when my ex was there, when my ex wasn't there, and I'm like, oh, she thinking, what the fuck's going on here? And um, then it was kind of like our little, or obviously it was our secret, but we kind of got a buzz off it. Anyway, I don't know how many days later, Obviously, my ex was at work. I don't know how many days later that my ex came back from work. But as usual, like, things couldn't just be weird and it's all of a sudden changed. So things went straight back to normal. My ex's mate, uh, best mate was over as per usual on whatever nights. Um, and we were all drinking, listening to music. And it was like nothing had happened. I made sure it was like nothing. He made sure it was like nothing had happened. And we were literally sitting there because now I'm thinking about it, you know, like I wasn't thinking about it at the time, but we were just literally sitting there with my ex having a grand old time as per and not once did we ever um, indica- like do anything, say anything that would possibly let him know that we had fucked each other. I kind of like to say fucked each other like it's, Nothing, but I guess it was definitely something at the time. I wouldn't say fuck. That's kind of like when you just pick up a one-night stand and you fuck, don't you? Like it was more than that. Um, and, yeah, he was brilliant at, at um, not making it awkward. I was brilliant at not making it awkward. And it just like life went on. Life went on, you know, I don't know for how, like months after, like it was – it was like nothing had ever happened, ever. And we, it was so interesting. And now I'm just trying to think like where I was at at that point, like as far as what was I thinking about the situation. I know that I got more feelings for him um, as in like emotional feelings. Um, oh, I don't know. But anyway, um, it was a Friday night and, no, during the week my ex had messaged me. I remember I was really sick. I was, like, really, really, really sick and uh, at home. And I remember being on the couch. I had, like, either a head cold or something. You know those head colds just, like, 24 hours, like, fuck you over hard had like a head cold and I remember talking to my ex on the phone while I was at work on one of his shift change nights um, and and then anyway, so the next morning when I woke up I was like, oh, I remember talking to him last night and he said something about, no, we'll talk about it when I get home. I'm like, what the fuck was he talking about? So I messaged him and I said, like, I remember, like I feel like I remember last night you said something about us needing to talk about something when you get home. And he used to always fucking do this. It was so annoying. Like, yeah, okay, so tell your girlfriend or fiancé that you need to talk about something when you get home when, A, she doesn't even ultimately want you to be away to start with, but you've chosen that. I mean, we made a decision as a couple, but, like, you know, you can't even fucking call her while you're over there. Like, you can't set your alarm five minutes early to freaking talk to me and then you have the audacity to tell me let's talk about something when I go home. Come, you're home in a week and a half, so you're going to let me do my fucking head in for a week and a half before we fucking talk about something that you you decide that you can't. Oh, it was just, oh, my God, he was so annoying. So anyway, um, 
I had, um, uh, this was like the straw that broke the camel's back, really. I was like, I'm fucking sick of this. I was talking to one of my best mates at the time. I was like, she, when she knew everything because she, she would, I'd tell her everything. And I said, like, I can't do this anymore. Like, this is fucked. And she said, you have to end this. And I'm like, I fucking do, don't I? Like, this has been going, my unhappiness in this relationship has been going on for so long. I just need to stop it. I can't be in this relationship anymore. And because um, nothing is ever going to change. He says he will, but he won't. And so we've um, I've called him on a Friday Arvo. And meanwhile, his best mate and I have got these plans um, to possibly go down the East Coast to go camping and then um, go for a surf the next day. Um, yes, the best friend that I'd had sex with. Um, and we're on the, I was at his house. He came, picked me up. So my ex's best mate came, picked me up, went to his house to like put all the camping shit together to then hit the road on a Friday night. And, um, I was talking to my ex on the phone and he said, well, the first thing he said was, I've been thinking. And I said, look, don't say anything. I know, like, obviously I've been saying, um, trying to do this for a while. Hey, we're done. Like we've, oh. We're done. We've got to. That's it, and it's okay. I just basically spoke over the top of him. Like I, I, I actually to this day have no idea what he was going to say. I have no idea. I just assumed that he was going to say, "I've been thinking we should break up," and so I just jumped straight in there and I said, "Look, um, yep, let's break up. Um, you know, it's gone on for too long. I've been trying to break. You know, you know, I've been trying to break. Call this off for so long." all good I'll um you know we'll sort out I'll get a new housemate blah 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 and he was really like it seemed like he was like okay with it and he's like I've got to cancel you off social media because seeing you is going to be too hard and then all of a sudden it just went really sour he was like really fucking angry anyway I I messaged my one of my best mates who I was talking to that day and I said, look, it's done, it's over. And she called me straight away. She's like, what the fuck, Georgia? I said, it's done, we're broken up. Like, and I felt like the hugest weight had been lifted. Like, I'm like, wow, I can just be me now. And, like, because, like, you know, like, talking about the stuff I had in my last episodes, like, I felt like, you know, my soul was stripped from me. And I was like, fuck, I can be me now. And then... Um, and then, yeah, and then we packed the car up, my, um, ex's best mate and I packed the car up and hit the road and I was just like, I'm single, we're done. And he was like, fuck, well, like, you know, he, he knew from my, I spoke to him about everything and he knew that it was the best for me as well that, um, I wasn't with my ex, but then, but then now it's like you're with this, your best you mean your ex's best mate who you've already cheated on him with and now you actually can and not feel bad about it. Like how exciting does that sound, even though he's still with his ex? But anyway, we got down to the East Coast and, of course, we shared the fucking tent together or whatever it was, swag. It was a tent actually and we had sex under the stars, quite nice really. But um, it's almost 30 minutes and so this um, – Episode has to finish. Um, so, yes, that was um, he found out I cheated on him and I wanted to kill myself. That was episode six, part one. 
there's going to be a few parts to this, I feel. Anyway, cheers, guys. Thank <sighs> you.